Welcome back to Growing With The Flow. Happy Monday if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. And I hope you're doing well. Sending you lots of love. Thanks for tuning in. And got kind of a good... I think this is hopefully going to be a good episode today. Um, I'm doing one of my more planned out episodes. I'm trying to do a mix of just chatty, catch up, talking about life episodes. And also episodes about a specific topic, which is really important to me. And yeah, I originally thought I would make the whole podcast like these more serious sit down specific topic episodes but as I've kind of gotten into it I feel like it doesn't really make sense to do that because I just have stuff on my mind that comes up out of nowhere and then I don't know I don't want to be limited by always doing these these types of episodes but this is definitely one that I've wanted to do for a while and even before I started the podcast I wanted to like I knew I wanted to do an episode on this topic so hopefully it's a good one how was my week how was your week guys let me know send me a dm comment on the podcast instagram um i want to know so i feel like i'm very settled into my new flat now as i am recording this i've lived here for exactly two weeks and yeah it feels really good i think the space just feels so me so us and i know i've said it before but having a living room is a game changer I literally love it it's such a luxury and I'm so appreciative of it every day when I'm journaling I write like my gratitudes and I'm always always grateful that we have a living room so yeah I just feel so settled into the flat when I got here I definitely had a bit of a mental health breakdown but now I just feel so at peace and everything is yeah I just feel good I feel refreshed I'm quite motivated at the moment I kind of feel like all my ducks are in order and life is making sense a bit unless I think about the future too much then I get stressed because I don't know when I'm gonna get to go home when I'm gonna get to see Joe again like all of that is a bit of a mess but if I just look at each day one day at a time I'm actually doing pretty good it actually snowed yesterday or like two days ago overnight and yesterday we woke up to a literal winter wonderland and it was so pretty and I was just so excited I think what lockdown has done to me is my standard for something that is exciting is so incredibly low that the fact that it snowed which is something that is reasonably exciting anyway but now it was just so elevated like I because I knew it was snowing at night I kept getting up in like when I was going to bed to check if it was still snowing and when I woke up I literally jumped out of bed looked out the window to see what it was like because I was so excited and then we went on a walk at like 8am and just enjoyed the snow before too many people came out and it all melted and looked gross and stuff so yeah that was a real highlight (laughs) to my week and it was so fun the meadows look beautiful I've never seen Edinburgh in thick snow I think it snowed in second year but like a very thin layer not very much and today yesterday proper proper snow and I think it might snow again so yeah that was really fun and we just saw loads of like kids playing in the snow and dogs running around in it and it just made me happy so enjoying that and I just think in general my mental health is so much better now than it was like two weeks ago change is hard for everyone nobody I guess some people like it but I feel like nobody finds it easy moving back here was kind of like a big a big thing but we're all settled in now and I feel really good we're getting our wi-fi today I haven't had wi-fi in the flat this whole time Um, I've just been using like the library wi-fi to upload videos and 
uh, yeah there's like a hotel near the flat and I've been basically like living off their wi-fi but it's kind of rubbish because we're quite far away from the hotel so I can't rely on it and it's just going to be nice after today to have the wi-fi actually fitted and just yeah it's just going to feel like a proper home once we have that because I can do my work here and it's just going to be really good I think something else that has contributed to my better mental health has been the amount of walking I've been doing I've been getting like over 10,000 steps almost every single day which I don't know I it's not like me I at home I'd say my average for December I had a little look was like 5,000 average for January is at like 9,000 and I didn't I wasn't even in Edinburgh for the first week so yeah I've been walking a lot and it's so much easier when you're at uni because like I'll just walk 10 minutes to do a food shop and then walk back and when you're walking around the shop that takes steps as well like I just feel like you're always kind of walking around I go on like quite a big walk every day it's just a good time and I feel really good for it um I know it's so hard like I wouldn't say aim for a certain number of steps because these monetary number things never really I feel like they're never healthy but I just really recommend trying to get out every day and get some fresh air have a walk I've also been eating quite well as in I've not been eating specifically like healthily but all my meals I've been putting a lot of effort into and there's something about putting effort into your food that tells your brain that like you deserve effort and you deserve like something really nourishing and special and healthy and just your body deserves that and I feel like it kind of tricks me into thinking that like I'm worthy and (laughs) it's kind of deep but obviously everyone is I am but sometimes you forget that and when I put loads of effort into my food I always feel that whereas when I'm just slapping something together in five minutes I always can leave you feeling a bit like like you don't matter or that it doesn't really who cares what you're eating you know I'm looking out the window as I'm recording this and there's such a pretty building opposite us and I'm getting distracted but (laughs) back to my week I think that's kind of it oh I've been feeling a bit of guilt about my uni courses so how thing is every semester this happens the first few weeks are just more chill always like it's always more chill because you have to like do your lectures do your tutorials prepare for the tutorials do some readings you know you know how it is but there's no like essays yet and essays or projects or yeah that sort of thing always comes like mid-semester and the beginning of the semester is always a bit more chill and I feel so guilty about the fact that I'm not like doing uni work all day and in my head I always have this thing telling me that like everybody else is doing so much uni work and sometimes I even feel guilty about like doing YouTube and like the podcast and stuff because obviously it takes up quite a lot of my time and I always feel guilty that I'm not putting that time into uni when I know realistically I wouldn't even if I had it as free time I just wouldn't spend more time doing uni because like I feel like I put in as much effort as I'm happy to yeah I feel a bit guilty and I know I should just be enjoying this time because in a couple weeks or in a month from now I will be stressed and you know drowning in deadlines and I'm gonna wish that I enjoyed every second of this and I think this is kind of like a toxic personality flaw because when I'm drowning in loads of work I'm always like Nana come on you need to look after yourself better like you need to take rest you need to take breaks and then now that I have time for rest and breaks I'm like Nana you need to work harder you're not doing enough come on like get it together (laughs) just need to be kinder to myself like life comes in seasons and everything comes in like ebbs and flows not all the time you're gonna be working really hard 
and not all the time are you going to be you know having loads of chill time you just need to take each day as it is so funny thing that happened the other day we were me and Neve on a walk and then we went past M&S and I have not been to M&S like I would never go there um ever I would never like it's not even close and I would never buy anything there because it's so expensive and just not worth it for me but we went past and I remembered that I'd seen a couple things on I follow kind of a lot of Instagram pages that show like fun vegan products that are coming out like new vegan things and I remember seeing a couple vegan things that M&S have started doing so I was like okay I can justify going in getting a few bits just because they're only in this shop and not letting myself buy anything else plus I love food shopping so just looking around M&S for 20 30 minutes was the highlight of my week i don't know i was just really enjoying myself all the music playing was so good and then suddenly willow by taylor swift my favorite song on the new album came on and you're probably being like come on nana that's not deep that's not a sign from god or anything you know but part of me was like wow like this is my favorite song and sometimes i feel like the universe sends you signs that are like you're exactly where you're meant to be and I don't know why I felt it in that moment because that isn't you know it's not that much of a coincidence like it's a new album Taylor Swift's a popular artist I was just like wow like this is the universe telling me that I'm exactly where I'm meant to be and you're probably like no it wasn't but anything that makes me happy at this point two wins for the week first one i'm uploading two videos this week so the week before you're listening to this which is very impressive i never do that because it takes me ages to edit i took two weeks off of youtube and uploading and i just felt like i owed it to myself to kind of come back with a bit more of a bang (laughs) and just do a bit more for a week especially since it's the beginning of the semester and i'm chill i have the time so yeah, uploaded two videos this week, pretty fun ones if I do say so myself and I'm really happy with them so that's one win and then my second win is that we're getting wi-fi, thank fucking god like I don't know how much longer I can go without it. <laughs> my gratitude number one is the snow because it really did give us something to do, something to be excited about and it kind of felt like a normal day like on a normal day you wake up and it's snowy, you go out on a walk, you see what's going on, it's so exciting just for that morning it I like it was a normal day and I really enjoyed it and then other gratitude is that I walked past a plant sale this week I can't remember maybe it was actually at the weekend but it was really good Dahlia one of my favorite shops in Edinburgh it's like a plant shop is I believe they're moving to a different location and I walked past and I was just like mm, could go for a new plant they were doing like a counter at the front you didn't get to go into the shop obviously all the shops are closed at the moment it's locked down but it was kind of like a takeaway situation so everything was like in the window you just literally tell them like I want that one and they go get it for you um and I got a cute little plant it's on my desk it was really cheap for what it is and they also had some like ceramics so I got a little marble bowl and that's really cute that was only literally two pounds so very grateful that I walked past that sale so some thoughts for the week find those moments you feel fully present all those moments where you just aren't thinking about anything make them happen regularly I think at the moment it's so hard to to just think about nothing and enjoy a moment 
for me yoga really helps me with this I find by the end of even just the 10 minute yoga I'm really just thinking about nothing and it's such a sigh of relief like I'm so tired and just cannot be alone with my thoughts and I'm just tired of thinking and I bet a lot of you are feeling that as well so yeah find those moments where you feel fully present I was talking about my sunrise walk last week that was an amazing one feeling present um I'll walk in the snow even like that trip to M&S you know (laughs) kind of random but in that moment I was so excited by seeing all the new foods and I never ever go to M&S so everything was very exciting (laughs) and you probably don't get excited by supermarkets in the same way that I do but find your own thing and yeah try and just fit in those things that make you think about nothing or make you so in the moment that you can't think about anything else and I think those moments kind of are few and far between at the moment but if you find yourself feeling like that make a mental note and remember to do that thing again the topic for the week is kind of a is it a heavy one kind of a big one um so I titled this podcast but where are you really from And we're going to be talking about my experiences growing up mixed race. Now, I have done a YouTube video on this and I really don't want to repeat that video because I've already done that. I've already, you know, maybe a lot of you have already watched that. Uh, Maybe you haven't. So this episode, I'm not going to... That episode, I talked a lot about like microaggressions and it was more about being mixed race, I guess, as opposed to me. And this podcast I'm going to talk about like my experiences and just what it has been like for me and sort of some struggles slash some amazing exciting great things that it comes with and just chat about it I feel like it's a big part of who I am obviously yeah I always get scared to talk about this sort of thing because I think with anything where you're talking about something that is hard for you or you've like struggled with people are always ready to tell you that you know other people have it worse and that is always going to be true I have a very privileged lucky blessed life I'm extremely extremely grateful for that I don't you know I don't want like pity I don't deserve pity like I don't know I don't want to say that but I just don't want this episode to be like a pity party I get scared to talk about this stuff because I feel like people are going to be like oh stop complaining why are you always you know focusing on yourself there's so many bigger issues in the world and I agree wholeheartedly that there is so much worse going on like this is the least of anyone's problems I just think it's still important to talk about these things and you know last week I told a story of me going to the hospital and getting an earring removed from my ear you know that wasn't helping anyone that was not the hardest thing that anyone's ever gone through but it was just an interesting thing to say and I hope that this episode is going to be interesting just in the same way. Please don't take it too deeply. I'm not saying that I have the worst life in the world or anywhere close. I just want to talk about like my experiences and have an open chat about it. I know probably a lot of you listening are also mixed race and I got a lot of questions or like comments on that video saying that that really it was nice to like hear from somebody else because I guess you don't always feel heard by other people and it's nice to relate to people so yeah I hope you enjoyed this episode I'm just a little disclaimer there 
my background I guess I'll just say this really quickly my dad is Indian he was born in the UK my bar so that's my dad's mum immigrated to England I think when she was like 19 which I think about now and I'm like wow how impressive like that's really like big moves from her yeah so she came on her own she was the one that wanted to come and then her husband joined her like I think a couple years later I'm not really sure on the details of that and yeah she moved to Warsaw in Birmingham it's like a little area in Birmingham and that's where my dad grew up and he went to uni he was like I think the first person in his family to go to uni after uni he wanted to live in London to like pursue his career and he moved in with a flatmate and I think it was like his friend's mum lived in London and he just lived like on the sofa or something and yeah lived in London got a good job you know worked his way up he met my mum a few years after that and yeah that's how I came to be (laughs) I guess my childhood was like a mix of both cultures obviously so we live in London and my Indian family still live in Warsaw in Birmingham and we would see them occasionally but obviously not every weekend or something and I think that shaped the whole thing quite a lot because we weren't really around them that much and my mum made the best best effort to show us Indian culture and share share with us like what it's all about show us who we are but I feel like it must have been so difficult for her my dad worked away a lot like he would go away for work for like two week periods at a time and she felt like she obviously wanted to show us like our culture and stuff but it's hard because she was learning about it at the same time and she hasn't grown up in that world and I guess very complicated it's a very I I don't really know like at what point I thought about it consciously I don't think I really even thought about the fact that I'm like mixed race until I like it sounds weird but until I was probably like 19 I would just kind of like not think about it but now I look back in retrospect and it affected me so much like so many things I would think about subconsciously it's interesting because I feel like I wish I had been like more open to the idea of talking about it and like thinking about it more closely because I feel like a lot of the things I like struggled with as a kid um relate to it I'm really lucky I have never experienced like you know very bad racism um my dad has definitely been through that and it's like hard obviously hearing those stories of things that have happened to him like at work or in a pub once he was like chased down the road and they were shouting I don't know what like on the podcast can I say whatever I want does anybody know like can I say bad (laughs) bad words no obviously like I would swear on the podcast but I don't want to say like racial derogatory terms on the podcast but okay I'll just say that so there were people chasing him down the road saying racial derogatory terms and um things like that have never happened to me thank god um once my mum was in the park with me when I was really little and like I said like my dad worked away a lot so it was just me and my mum a lot and she's obviously white and this man came up to her and was like your child looks like a insert racial derogatory term you need to be more careful like put on more sun cream and all of this kind of just being like basically saying that because I was like tanned compared to her that she wasn't looking after me and that it was a bad thing that I looked like I wasn't white 
and I feel like Nat, she, my mum is so, like, thick-skinned, like, she was like, oh, I always knew that these people were just idiots, but if that happened to me, I'd probably be crying in the park, so (laughs) I just thought that was kind of, like, an interesting take on it, like, my mum obviously has been, I guess, through quite a lot with us, because of the fact that she's white and we're not, like, I don't know, I think it's, it's confusing one, she was also at the doctor's once with my brother, and the nurse was like to her like oh you need to put on like more sun cream like you need to look after his skin better you're not um like he's too like dark basically and firstly our names are literally Indian names so I don't know why it she like this nurse didn't clock but just things like that um I think kind of happened often when we were really young especially because we were just with my mum and people always assumed that anyone would like have kids with somebody of their race I guess that's kind of the norm I just I do feel bad for my mum because I feel like things like that were probably difficult for her I'm just kind of going through things I remember from my childhood right now and I don't like I don't have loads and loads of like bad things luckily but another one is that there was this boy in primary school who would always mock Indian people and make jokes about like the accent and about India and stuff which now looking back I is kind of confusing and I don't know why he did it I don't know if he wanted to be cool he wasn't white either so obviously you can be racist within like between ethnicities that aren't white but it just made it like even more confusing I guess and yeah like he would always mock like Indian culture and stuff and I would just kind of like go along with it and be like haha yeah so funny and obviously I was really young like literally like 10 years old so I wasn't gonna say anything but it's just weird thinking about that now because I wonder if that made me like contribute to the fact that I didn't you know want to be Indian I wanted to just be like everybody else I always get told like oh you look Spanish where are you from and in the video that I did I spoke a bit about how asking people where they're from can be a little bit harmful and a lot of comments were like oh but I I'm just interested and I want to celebrate everybody's cultures how can I do that if I don't ask people where they're from And, and I totally understand that I think some of what I said in the video was probably like taken to what's the word too figuratively and when I said like I don't want people to like ask me where I'm from I mean it in a way of like I don't want people to ask me that as the first thing they say to me um I was in Camden in the summer and this boy literally came up to he was like kind of looking over at me I was like oh god here we go like I need to like how do I like drop him like he started approaching me I was with Rihanna thank god I wasn't on my own um and he was like hey like where you from and I was like why is this the opening line like like why does it matter where I'm from I totally understand like curiosity when you've been friends with someone for a little bit or you've met somebody and hung out a couple times and you just want to know like more about who they are but like there's no justification for it being the very first thing somebody says to you I remember I had a job last summer of 2019 one of my colleagues (laughs) Um, she was a lot older I think she was probably like 40 something she was like to me like oh where are you from and I was like I said the area that I lived in because I was like maybe this is what she means like we're at work maybe she just means like where do you live kind of thing this is another thing is that when people ask where you're from I never know like do they mean where I'm like where I live at home where like my parents are from like you know it's just all confusing so I told her like the area that I live in and she was like oh but like where are your parents from and then I was kind of like 
well technically my dad's from Birmingham and my mum's from Windsor but I can't I knew what she meant so I just gave her like what she wanted but just things like that it's like literally she had never met me and she like this was our first ever conversation and I just find it kind of annoying and I get the curiosity and like the want to like celebrate other people's cultures and I'm not in any way saying that it's bad to ask but I just find especially for me as somebody who's like struggled I guess with this sort of thing um you never know what like it's going to provoke in someone you know maybe they've been like racially abused a lot and luckily I haven't but just asking people about their race in the very get-go of meeting them could be like upsetting you know so I think it's just something to be careful around and I 100% like I'm very open to talk about it now but like a couple years ago I wouldn't have wanted you to ask so I don't know it's confusing I hear often about people talking about how like mixed race babies are so cute and oh I saw a tweet like a couple weeks ago of it was like a retweet of some pictures of like some mixed race kids and it was captioned like if my kids don't look like this like all of this like about mixed race babies and I just think the fetishization of mixed babies is gone way too far and it is typically with mixed like black white rather than like what I am I guess but you kind of forget about all the stuff that comes with it like I'm going to talk a little bit about that stuff but when you say oh it's so cute you know it's like you're forgetting that like it's kind of hard and like there's things are going to happen and things are going to be like upsetting and distressing for you and you know it's not just about like the fact that maybe those kids are cute this episode is kind of a mess I haven't like I've written down like things I want to say but I haven't got any structure to it (laughs) growing up mixed race I loved seeing two different cultures I love Indian food it's like my favorite thing every time we'd go to my bar's house I would be I literally as a kid I would like not eat breakfast so I could eat as much as I wanted for lunch just because I loved the food so much and I loved the outfits I would wear like saris and Indian clothes a lot as a kid just like generally I have been to India I've only been once it's quite far away and it's expensive to like fly all that way it's kind of far I don't really have much family there anymore so that isn't really like a need to go and I would love to go more I sometimes get comments and dms like why do you not like get in touch with your Indian heritage more like why haven't you been to India like why are you ashamed of it and things like that and I just think like leave leave me be (laughs) you know what I mean like I would love to go to India more but it's expensive (laughs) like flights are a lot of money and it's a long way away it's hard to find a time where like my whole family can go obviously we're not traveling anywhere right now so yeah all of those things it's just confusing and I would love to go I really want to go on a big trip when I graduate and go to loads of different places because I went when I was eight years old I don't remember it that that well and I would just love to see it in like more depth if you're wondering I'm from the Gujarat which is a is it a state or a region an area within India and quite a lot of people who I know um like at home are also from that area so that's pretty cool I loved seeing like the two different cultures like it was so special and just interesting to me and so cool but I think it did give me like quite the identity crisis you like I never knew who I was you know like how am I meant to fit in when everywhere I go it's like everyone else is different when I was you know with 
my Indian family, I always felt like I wasn't Indian enough. Most of them speak Gujarati. I don't because my dad worked away a lot. We didn't live near them and my mum doesn't speak it. She tried to learn, but it's hard to just learn a language out of nowhere. So I'd never felt like Indian enough for them, I guess. And I still feel like that now. And it's not anything that they've done or anything personal, but I just think when you hang out with people, you're always going to notice your differences. And sometimes it is weird knowing that like the way we were raised is probably quite different to the way like my cousins were raised, for example. I spent the first probably like 18 years of my life wishing I was white and just wishing that I could blend into the background. I didn't want any attention. I know it sounds kind of silly because I have like a whole YouTube channel on a podcast and stuff, but I don't really like being the center of attention, especially like in person. So in school, I would cry all the time. And I'm not talking when I was little. I'm talking literally like secondary school and sixth form. I would cry kind of a lot because I just hated when like the teacher would ask you something and you were the center of attention and everyone's kind of looking at you like that pressure is just too much for me and whenever you know race or topics like that came up I always just wanted to blend into the background I didn't want anyone to you know notice me and yeah even when we would have parents evening and stuff I would always hope that my mum would be the one to come with me because then everyone would know that I have a white mum I don't know I just thought that everyone would like me more or I would just be more normal if I had a white mum and it's just so twisted to think like that but I think when you're little all you want is to just fit in and be like everybody else you don't want well I didn't want to like stand out and be different and like weird quote unquote and I literally spent like the first 18 years of my life maybe more (laughs) wishing I was white and just not wanting to be who I was which was really hard I think and I didn't really consciously think about it but I can think of so many instances like that parents evening thing where I just want to blend into the background and you know be like everyone else obviously I grew up in London which is one of the most diverse cities in the world and I was so lucky to have people of all different races in my classes in school especially in primary school like being white in my primary school was like you were in the minority most people were like people of color and that was I think really amazing for me to have grown up that way because I you know I always wanted to be white and be normal but it wasn't like I was the only non-white kid in the class which I think would be so hard and I know a lot of people probably like a lot of you listening have been through that and like my heart goes out to you because I just can't imagine like how hard that would have been yeah even though I was surrounded by so many other cultures and other races I always felt like being white was still like the status quo the norm the I felt like everybody around me who was non-white also wanted to be white and wanted to be just like normal and I think there was a lot of like mocking and joking in school different races and stereotypes and things like that and it just makes you feel like like you don't want to be part of you know that race because everyone's talking a certain way and when you're young like you don't know to think that those people are wrong you just see people mocking and you think oh I don't want to be mocked whereas now I would be like what the fuck like what 
what are you saying like if I didn't say something to them I would at least go home knowing that like they're a bad person I don't want to be friends with them and when you're younger you just want people to like you you just want to fit in and I know again that so many other people will have had that so much worse something I always kind of worry or think about is that I am still so privileged like I have an amazing family who love me I never had to worry about money growing up um I live in London like an amazing city I like I have an amazing life and I'm really lucky and I have a white mum like that makes me more privileged and lucky and I guess I guess I can pass as white or pass as like European I don't know it's kind of hard to see because some people are like no I can so tell that you're Indian and some people are like no 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 no. like it's obvious that you could definitely get away with saying you're white obviously being white passing is a privilege because you kind of miss out on like some of the like microaggressions racism etc and I don't know if I'm white passing I think in like some ways but even if I'm not the fact that I have a white mum's definitely given me like privilege and sometimes it's hard to talk about this stuff or feel upset because I know that I have everything in life so much better than so many other people but I think it's like that analogy. Um, if you like break your leg, you've still broken your leg, even if other people have, you know, broken their back or are about to die, you know, you've still broken your leg. A very confusing sort of topic. And something I worry about also is like about my kids. And I know this feels su- like such a silly thing to worry about because I am only 20 years old. I definitely don't want kids anytime soon. I just sometimes think about the fact that like they won't be as Indian as I am and it'll be hard for me to show them like Indian culture because that's only I guess half of who I am. I don't know if that's making any sense but sometimes like no matter who like if you're mixed race unless you like have children with someone who is the same mix as you you're gonna be quite racially different from your kids. I guess that's like something that's hard. Like I always think like that must be weird for my mum that she has these little Indian kids and even for my dad knowing that his kids are like half white. I just think it's kind of a difficult concept. And you know, when you're a family, you, you will feel like unified and that's I guess your one place where you always feel like you belong. And it can be hard when you you don't feel like you belong like in your family and knowing that mum's parents are obviously like white and old and I guess kind of traditional it's I don't know and then my Indian family are like mainly immigrants and you know have had a such a different life and knowing that all of that like is who you are is kind of confusing and just just a weird situation so when I came to uni was surrounded by so many more white people than I've ever been surrounded by best friend Rihanna been best friends since we were like 11 she's Indian and like when I would go to our house we'd have Indian food and we'd all like be talking about I don't know it's just like we would always get each other in that way I guess and she's from the Gujarat as well so like our families are so similar and it's just cool and then coming to uni I was like everyone is white like there's quite a lot of international students at Edinburgh but I wouldn't say anywhere near what I had experienced like growing up in London and my my life in London and that's another thing about having kids actually I always think like oh maybe I'd want to live outside of London like maybe I'd even want to have kids like in Edinburgh or something but I think I don't know if I would be able to 
follow through with it because I I just think one of the best parts or like the biggest parts of my childhood that have really shaped me into who I am is that I grew up in such a multiracial society and with classes full of people from all different races and I saw so many different sides to the world and Edinburgh for example like you wouldn't get that and sometimes I think like oh I'll just have to stay in London because I don't I don't want them to grow up you know surrounded only by one culture and I know that that doesn't like make you racist or make you and like anything like that at all but I still think that there's so much value in the way that I grew up and I like I want to give that to my kids yeah so when I came to uni loads of white people and for the first time ever I felt a bit like weird in that I was not white like I'd always felt like that but it was different being surrounded by everybody else being white and a lot of my friends at uni have grown up in like towns in Scotland and stuff and there was no people of colour at their school like no one and yeah I think it's just an interesting concept like obviously the like Black Lives Matter movement gained a lot of traction in 2020 and a lot of people were educating themselves and learning about racism which is amazing and I learned a lot as well I watched a lot of documentaries and I'm still doing work now to educate myself about um the like the black experience that so many people like struggle with and yeah but I think it's interesting how that for a lot of people was kind of their first insight into racism and seeing racism like I guess thinking about how it could be to be non-white and part of me was just screaming like oh like like I've been feeling this way for years like my whole life like and you're just learning about it now um I don't know it's just really weird concept and sometimes I'm like jealous of people who haven't gone through this sort of thing because it's I just always think like oh it'd be so easy but I love being half Indian like it's one of my favorite things about myself and no part of me would change it for the world but there are things that have been difficult about it and I also know that so many other people have it worse and I know I'm going to keep saying that because it's just drilled into me but yeah sometimes it's easy to be jealous of people who haven't like gone through anything like that and especially at uni like everyone I guess like didn't really think about race that much if you live in like a white town you go to a white school it like you wouldn't really need to think about it that much whereas I grew up like mixed race in a multicultural city and part of me sometimes is a bit like oh I wish that like I just hadn't had to think about this it's not productive to think like that and also everybody has their own struggles and their own issues you know nobody has the perfect life you know everyone's got their own problems their own battles that they're facing sometimes seeing people that have not had to face your battles makes you feel a bit like oh I just wish I didn't have to do this but it's so worth it any of you listening that are non-white like it's so cool that we have all these like ancestors and heritage and culture to explore and I love it so yeah don't feel weird if anyone listening is like in school and feels weird don't feel weird like I promise you like even if you don't love it now I do genuinely think that you will at some point when I was younger I actually did Indian dance one of my mum's many attempts to show me Indian culture and she would always like come pick me up at the end and every time I was like oh let's leave let's leave like I hated the fact that I had a white mum when I was there because everyone else was like fully Indian 
and I would always be like oh I hope my dad's picking me up today and it's just interesting seeing like the flip side of the parents evening situation where I hope that my mum was there because I think no matter what situation you're in you just want to be like everybody else and I always think like oh I'd love my kids to do Indian dance like I found it really fun and it was like so cool we got to perform at loads of different I performed in Trafalgar Square Diwali one year I'm trying to remember I was probably like seven or eight and there's this cool video of us like it's literally like so many people there in the middle of Trafalgar Square and we're doing our Indian dance like it's really cool but yeah it's just interesting seeing the flip side where even then then I wanted to be Indian fully you know and I think that's the thing about being mixed race is that you never win like you're never in a situation where everyone's mixed race and you can finally just feel like everyone's like you yeah but like I was saying I would love my kids to do Indian dance but then I'm like oh but they would be like the whitest kids there I don't know it's just confusing because I wouldn't I don't know I wouldn't want them to feel different in that way and it's like the most confusing thing and I think the past probably year I've worked through so much of it and like realized so many things that I hadn't like I was doing subconsciously but not thinking through and I feel like I've worked through so much of it that now I'm in such a different place to even a year ago and even two years ago etc and hopefully in five years I'm just going to be in such a great place that like I don't worry about this stuff anymore and that I'm kind of over the trauma of it and I know again that it's barely even trauma it's not like anything hard but you know everyone struggles with things differently and you may also be mixed race and be like well I didn't feel like that at all I always felt cool and different and I loved it and that's so fair like if you felt like that that's amazing like that's so good and everyone experiences things differently I got a book for Christmas called Brit-ish and it's about like race in the UK and sort of why you know like I'm British my parents are British my friends are British but why do people keep asking like where you're from and like the obsession that we have here with you know where are people from like their backgrounds and stuff which I think is an interesting concept so I'm really excited to read that and I'll update you if it's good because I think it's the kind of book that would be really helpful for a lot of people to read I'm trying to think if I have anything else I've read or watched that has helped me I actually can't think of anything most things are about being non-white but not being mixed race which is also helpful and so important for us to educate ourselves about not like I guess unique to like the experience that I've had um but if you what would actually be amazing if you have any resources or like things you've seen that might be within this topic if you like commented them on the podcast insta because I'll post them on my story and stuff and we can all have a little peruse if you wanted to so I feel like that episode is like the biggest brain dump of things that I've felt over my 20 years on this planet I kind of wish now that I've like maybe structured it better but I don't know maybe because thing is I feel like I've come to realize so many things even in the last year like I said and maybe in a year there'll be so many more things that I feel like I've re- I'm realizing so maybe I'll do a part two at some point when there's more to talk about for now I feel like that's kind of everything that I have to say on the matter it's a very complicated topic this episode doesn't necessarily have like a big takeaway I guess just to be confident in who you are and yeah being different is not a bad thing at all everyone's different in their own special way yeah don't ever wish that you were somebody else it saddens me so much that I spent so many years wishing I was not who I am and instead I could have been like celebrating and enjoying 
all the unique things about me that are so amazing and special yeah it makes me sad sometimes thinking about the fact that that was my experience and you know I hope we change the world for better I hope that people you know and I hope maybe my kids don't feel like that I hope your kids don't I hope the world changes for better and we've come a long way I guess but so so far left to go and so incredibly far for like other people I obviously haven't had like the worst experiences at all so my heart goes out to any of you that have experienced so much worse things because I know sadly like a lot of you will have done and yeah it's a very sad topic but it's also exciting in that it's amazing to celebrate like who we all are so yeah I hope that that was vaguely interesting um I don't really know like I said I don't really know what the point of this was but just get some things off my chest and I guess the point of this podcast is all about growing with the flow and growing up learning about who you are and who you want to be and this topic like being mixed race is a huge part of who I am now and where I want to be as well so yeah I guess it fits (laughs) so a little thought for the week coming make someone smile every day but remember you are someone too how sweet is that I'm gonna leave it there spread love spread positivity look after yourself as well and you can't pour from an empty glass so yeah I know life's hard for so many of us right now including me (laughs) like mental health still not you know at the best it could be but we got this and I hope the podcast made you smile. I love you very much. Thanks for tuning in. Have an amazing week and I'll see you next Monday.